Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. The Denver Broncos advance to two wins on the season. What a momentous monumental occasion that we all get to celebrate well at least those that are level-headed get to celebrate oh man yeah what a weird time to be a broncos fan it's been uh, people rooting for them to win rooting for them to lose getting mad when they win getting mad when they lose twitter is a horrible spot but ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in into this edition of mile high broncos podcast uh, it is another edition of horse tracks and this is brought to you by Fans First Sports Network. My name is Coach Ross, and we're here to talk about the Broncos defense possibly turning the corner, the latest suspension in news around Kareem Jackson, and possible bad news for a trade involving Justin Simmons. And before we get too much further, just want to apologize. I know on Friday we went from a nasally sick Coach Ross to now we <clears throat> just had a game on Friday and a JV game on Monday, uh, right before we started recording. So the voice is going to be a little raspy today. So I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> this. Maybe a little bit more than the nasally one. I think I do. I think it sounds a little bit better, but obviously it's not going to be perfect. So apologize about that. And real quick, uh, for wherever you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts from, go ahead and follow or subscribe if you haven't done so already. We really appreciate your support. And... Um, you can follow us on social media at Mile High Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But first news, let's ask a question. Obviously, there's going to be most of you where it's fine. I understand it. They're going to be super against even talking about this question. But is the Broncos defense finally starting to turn the corner? Let's talk about some stats over their last three games. So, um, against the combined against the Packers, um, against the, um, excuse me, I don't know why I'm blanking right now, against the Packers, and then against the um, Chiefs, and against the Jets. Um, geez. Um, the Broncos are a combined 3 and 13 in the red zone. So, uh, 13 visits to the red zone. Um, their opposition has only been able to score a touchdown three times. Um, and then on Sunday, they went two and three against the Packers. And so that's including an extremely lucky tip ball that is unbelievable and an inter- or a touchdown that should have been called an interception for Pat Sertan because he got possession of the ball at the same time, but his feet hit the ground first. So that is an uh, interception. Thank you, Mr. Gene Satchator, for being so right about this one. And shout out to the NFL for being so wrong about this one. Even after review, still calling this a touchdown for the Packers. What a joke that is. Um, so, it includes that. And so, you take away those two bogus touchdowns. The Broncos are 1-13 in the red zone over the last three games. That's insane. Um, then over the last three, they're also at a 19.3 points per game. And you can compare that to the 34.5 that they had through the first four. And of course, that might be skewed a little bit with the 70 points they gave up with uh, to the Dolphins. But that also includes a 31-point performance against the Bears, a 35-point performance against Commanders, and then a 17-point performance 
performance against the Raiders. So all pretty horrible numbers. Um, and they've had three interceptions and six total turnovers over these last three games, averaging two a game. And then you should also have another air, two interceptions on here. Like I said, the Pats are 10-1 against the Packers. And the one, I believe, in my been for uh, Kareem Jackson um, against the Chiefs that was called back because of a horrible defensive holding call. Um, they've had six sacks over these last three games. And I know we're cheating. It's not over the last three. It's over the last five. Alex Singleton has had five straight games with double-digit tackles. So this is a team that might finally be starting to mesh with the concept and with the schemes that Vance Joseph is bringing to the table. Um, now, obviously, this could be something that was overlooked earlier or even brought into play where, yes, there is going to be a process, a filling out process and a learning process, the same way the offense takes some time to mold together, same way the offensive line takes time to mold together. The defense is going to take some time to truly understand the concept, maybe, especially one like Vance Joseph. Um, and this isn't necessarily an uncommon thing either. So, I think there's a lot of positives that you could take from this game now. Let's not act like the Packers have that good of an offense. Let's not act like the Jets have that good of an offense. The Chiefs, they have a great offense, and they were held to only 19 points. Patrick Mahomes should have had two interceptions. He had one, though. So, yes, the Broncos aren't playing the best of teams as of late, but um, they've done well in times that they can, and um, that they were, um, and then they look great against the Chiefs, too. So, we'll see the next time they take on the Chiefs, which is going to be on... Um, the 29th, so, you know, this coming Sunday. Um, and then after that, they're going to have a bye week. So, if the Broncos defense can look good and continue to look good, heck, who knows? What, imagine what would happen if they beat the Chiefs. Now, that would be really freaking cool. Um, and more good news, too, is they're starting to get healthy, too. The only injury that the team had on Sunday was and player that missed the game due to injury was Greg Dulcich, who's back on the injury reserve. The defense was completely healthy. Baron Browning came back. He seemed to give the defense a pretty good boost. And uh, this is probably two-edged two sword right here because, one, they've hardly seen anything from Drew Sanders, Jail Skinner, and Riley Moss. Riley Moss, who's been active for, like, a game or two. Skinner, who I don't think has been active at all this season. So their defense still isn't the peak with their new rookies. But then also that might be a bad sign about their talent um, and that they're going to be bust. But let's look at the bright side that defense is still missing some decent talent that could be developed for them over time as well. So one thing that sucks though is while the defense is getting better, they're also going to be missing a pretty solid player to all of this because Kareem Jackson is facing a four-game suspension. Um, he was suspended by the league on Monday. He is appealing it, though, so we'll see how that process plays out. And this was first hit on the Packers' Luke Musgrave. And now I got to say that this is, um, this is a lot of BS. This is a horrible suspension. Four games for a hit that wasn't even dirty that if you're gonna call it dirty it wasn't even that dirty i don't think it was a dirty hit at all i thought it was a fine hit so did a lot of current players a lot of former defensive backs um and just tons of support over on twitter you saw a bunch of players speaking out about this current um and past it was a soft soft call 
This was a hit where Kareem Jackson led with his shoulder to the chest of receiver who lowered his head before contact was made. And Kareem Jackson did the best he could. Now, he's obviously, he's had, I would say, um, he's had four of these penalties throughout the season. I would say two have been questionable. Two have been, yeah, all right, maybe a fair penalty. But this one is soft. The league is soft. And it's such a dang shame that hits like this are getting penalized. And not just penalized, but suspension worthy because of that. That's that's kind of a joke. And um, the biggest loser is probably going to be Kareem Jackson's bank account if this suspension is upheld. Um, because he will miss out on nearly $560,000 um, between missing game checks and the uh, fines that he's already been um, assessed for his penalties this season. And staying on safety news... There's some bad news. If you're looking to trade away Justin Simmons, uh, the Eagles might have just screwed over the Broncos because the Eagles on Monday made the trade for safety, Kevin Biard. Um, and he's one of the better safeties in the league without a doubt, and he's arguably better than uh, Justin Simmons. But the Titans were only able to receive safety Terrell Edmonds and a 2024 fifth and sixth rounder. That's all they got for one of the best safeties in the league. The Broncos are definitely not getting the first rounder for Justin Simmons. And at this point, they might be lucky to get a third. Um, and something like this where they may consider possibly not trading Justin Simmons at all. If this is the value, um, if these are the assets that you're going to get in return for a talent like him, for such a pivotal member of a defense that's already lacking talent as is, it might not even be worth trading him. So this is a guy where even the Broncos, I mean, we're still not sure if they're going to do a fire sale. Sean Payton has already said no. Um, they're not necessarily looking to be super active at the trade deadline right now, at least not yet. Um, so it looks like Justin Simmons might be on the Broncos for another season, which is good news to a lot of fans and bad news to a lot of fans as well that want to get some assets and want to trade away tons of people from the team. So Pretty much, uh, depending on where you stand, you either love this or you hate this. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this edition of Horse Tracks on the Fans First Sports Network. Uh, my name has been Ross, and you could follow us or subscribe to us on whatever platform you're currently watching or listening to this on. You can follow us on social media at Mile High Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find tons of awesome articles daily over at MileHighReport.com. And uh, just a heads up, be on the lookout for this week's offensive line film breakdown. Uh, that article will be dropping um, either Wednesday or Thursday. So keep an eye out um, on all of that stuff. But with that being said, you guys have a fantastic day. Go and be a blessing in, um, on some, for someone and to someone um, today. And go ahead and start with yourself on being the positive change that the world needs. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one.